Alrighty, here we go. First off, so sorry if the sound quality is not up to par on this one, as this week I am recording remotely from my buddy name redacted Sten's house. He asked me to stay at his place for a bit so I could dog sit his quote, for babies, insert retching noises here. Yet, I had no idea it's such a mental and emotional burden to be solely responsible for the well-being of other living things. I wouldn't wish this psychological anguish on my worst enemy who, for anyone wondering, is that intolerably arrogant astrophysicist who shall remain nameless. Worst of all, my friend left me slumming it with the budget Hulu, the one with commercials. Who lives like that? Speaking of commercials, what's up with these car companies pretending like the pandemic is over, and encouraging people to get out there and rediscover the world? Go fuck yourselves Acura and BMW and Buick and Chevy and Ford and GMC and Honda and Hyundai and Jaguar and Kia and Lexus and Mazda and Mercedes and Nissan and Toyota. This virus is still out there and stronger than ever. Nobody needs to be buying products to help them get out there right now. Besides, these guys are basically hawking the same crappy cars they were peddling last year. How come Apple gets shat upon for releasing the same phone every year? But car manufacturers have been getting away with the same despicable behavior since time immemorial. Hey advertising agencies, can you please cool it with the COVID references already? Some of us are watching TV in an attempt to escape our painful realities and to get out of our effed up heads. We don't need reminding about how times are tough, but you're here for us, and we will get through this together. Can't we just pretend the pandemic isn't hitting the fan out there? Denial is a perfectly acceptable and healthy coping mechanism, but it's got one major flaw, it is reliant upon not being constantly reminded of your troubles. The other annoying commercials are those where self-satisfied companies are patting themselves on the back, boasting about how they are donating to corona relief efforts. Reminds me of that time I donated to the CDC and immediately announced it on episode 3, and then reminded listeners of it on episode 5, and how I am bringing it up again just now. Just make your donation and STFU, do us all a favor and skip the victory lap. By the way, I made my donation over three months ago, and those centers of disease control ain't controlling jack shit. I want my two dollars back Fauci. So, I am dog-sitting the two before-mentioned English bulldogs, right? I am aware we have burnt down the forests, and polluted the skies, and contaminated the oceans, but this dog breed has to be the biggest affront to mother nature. They snore while they're awake, they drool continuously like Pavlov's dog in a casino floor, and they have these skin folds that get all yeasty and infected unless they get wiped 24-7. And one of them produces these nasty-ass revolting rotting swamp-smelling burps that have me considering calling their vet. Hey, here's a crazy idea, let's breed our dogs for greatness rather than mediocrity. We could have badass fire-breathing or color-changing of flying dogs as pets by now instead of ones whose faces we need to wipe like a butthole. Nevertheless, they are both incredibly sweet dogs, and I must have spent hours grabbing fistfuls of their cheeks and stretching them out for miles. One of them was easy going from the get-go because she could sense my kind heart, but the other was a bit standoffish at first because he could tell I can also be a bit of a prick. I'm complex, okay? He may have been a little skittish earlier, but we're BFFs now that I gave them a week's worth of greenies in one sitting. What's the point of freshening a dog's breath anyways? It's just going to turn right around and eat its own ass, right? Are greenies for people who like to make out with their pets, like that girl from Beauty and the Beast? 
Either way, there is no masking those fucked up toxic perps with a dog biscuit. Insert retching noises here too. Regardless, thanks to the power of the greenie, it only took me a couple hours to gain his approval. That's textbook Stockholm right there. Stockholm Syndrome is characterized by feelings of trust or affection felt in kidnapping cases by a victim toward their captor. Doesn't it seem like that's what's going on with our pets? We keep them confined, many times against their wills, until they develop loyalty and affection towards us. Just don't let those intolerable saints at PETA hear about this. I am fascinated with PETA and other organizations I agree with ideologically, but still find a little obnoxious, like Facebook, the American Vegan Society, and Taco Bell, you know how to make things right Taco Bell. Another one of those gross groups is the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America or CCFA. As a lactose intolerant Ben and Jerry's enthusiast slash abuser, no one has endured more diarrhea than I, ever, and yet, I have the modesty to keep such upsetting details to myself and not start a support group. But, how do they even support each other through such an undercover mission? Do they hold hands and encourage each other while shitting their brains out? One time I was talking to a vagrant, let's call her Sandy, who, within minutes of meeting shared with me that she was a proud card-carrying member of the CCFA, and one time, she ran an entire marathon while holding in her irritable bowels. I think she was full of shit. Do you remember when this podcast offered deep, thought-provoking guidance? Me either. The advice for this week is, smoke your cigars before smoking them for a richer, smokier flavor. That, or, do yourself a solid, and spring for the commercial-free Hulu to maximize your TV watching and avoid being reminded of the ongoing apocalypse every 12 minutes. And that's the last thing I'll ever say about the pandemic. Well, that's it for today. Hope you learned something good. Robot rant completed. 